Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We'd love to interact with all you guys. We're back, and I feel like in true Horror Nights fashion, a couple little Easter eggs or or seeds of potential were planted right after we released our episode last week. So last week we did our Megan review. We were joined by Kevin and Chris, and then it seemed like right after that we got that bombshell of all these people guessing the clue from Horror Night Nightmares that it is a potential IP for this year. So a little interesting. A little interesting. That's kind of a big, a big get right there. So we figured we'd take this episode to kind of discuss that, talk about the you know potential scenes that we could see, talk about the the validity of, of it. Is it is this something that's actually going to happen? Because this is a big deal. This is like a dream for a lot of people for a long time. This is always at the top of the wish list. So we decided to kind of just talk on that a little bit. And not only that, we decided to bring on an extra extra person to kind of chit chat with. So we are actually, we've been talking about this forever and in true fear and beer fashion, we are terrible at planning. We're terrible planning ahead. <laughs> we just kind of go with it, but we finally lined it all up so that we have Michael from hallowed thrills with us tonight. So Michael, if you want to jump on to say hello and kind of introduce anybody that's listening that might not know about your, all your stuff going on, you can kind of bring them up to speed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so for those, who don't know, yeah, with that per- perfect in- in- introduction by, from Nick. I'm Michael from Hollow Thrills. Um, I run a little bit of a YouTube channel. Uh, has a couple subscribers. I'm 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 doing I'm doing pretty well. Recently broke a thousand at the end of last year. So nice. We're doing pretty oh, yeah. good. Um, but if you guys uh, want to follow me, I do a lot of HHN stuff. Um, a lot of just haunts in general. And then over the summer, I do some theme park stuff. I do have a theme park trip planned for July to head out to Texas. So if you guys are interested in any sort of that type of stuff, you definitely want to follow me over there on, on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, all at hollowed thrills. Nice. Nice. That's, that's huge. Breaking that thousand mark. I mean, we, we have our YouTube up, but it's pretty much just like putting our episodes up to just a second streaming service for us. But you do a lot of really good, like in park vlog style stuff, which is, if only we had the time, <laughs> it would be fun for, for us to do it, but it's just it's just not in the cards for, for how we're doing things here. So so that's kind of what we're going to be talking about tonight. It's just really it. So before we get to it, let me pull up this beer info because this is from, I picked a beer up, not planning for it tonight, but I, I it fit our horror macabre style themed and there's a kind of a kind of a way to tie it in and I got to pronounce this brewery right cuz it's local and it's weird. So this is from uh Magnanimous Brewing right in Tampa. So it's a little micro brew. And this is called Bury Yourself Alive, but B E R R Y. So bury dairy. It's, it's something there. But it is an imperial sour ale with blueberry, raspberry and blackberry. So I'm expecting like a very sour punch it in the mouth kind of kind of deal with this one so i like i said i've never seen it before really cool can art uh very purple little gravestone little uh skeleton hand popping up from the grave going up onto the the tombstone and i figured it was fitting enough to to purchase because i'm sure at some point i'll find a way to tie it in and and i did so We'll um we'll go in on this one. Uh, sh- what do you got, Seamus? A little silver bullet, some blue, some Bud Light style. Yeah, you know you know my hard and fast <laughs> rule. When we do this remotely. <clears throat> yeah, I drink the uh, NFL beers, so yep. <laughs> that's what I'm drinking tonight. No theme. I mean, I guess it's 
I don't know, I'm colorblind, so we could go with the Bud Light Blue and the Orlando City Purple, and I'm watching the game. So I, I, it could be. We'll, we'll just go with that. Okay. I like it. We always find a way to tie it in. And uh, Michael, you said you had a beer as well, too, joining in on the festivities. Yes. I have a very special beer that I specifically held on to for a little bit to uh, until we got this situated. But this is a very special, like made specifically for an event this is called the blob beer from root down brewing company it's a local brewery up here in pennsylvania it's uh, out of phoenixville and this is was brewed specifically for the colonial theater in celebration of blob fest for the original blob movie and it is a belgian style wheat ale that is with conditioned with raspberries blueberries and blackberries and let's see very low bitterness on it and it is more of kind of like a almost like a rubyish red color to kind of go mm. with the color of the blob from the original nice we got the same berries in ours because i i got blueberry raspberry blackberry in this one but it is interesting how with beers like this you can really you know shift off of a different exit you know yours yours is much different than the the sour that i'm about to encounter which i'm sure is just off the nose it's it smells you know you get a lot of that blackberry i'm not getting much blueberry and raspberry but the nose is giving me a lot of that blackberry which would be fitting for the um the can art itself being that dark purple that plum color so i'm very interested i do like my sours oh yeah they are i do have to drink them like seldom because you know, a, a little bit is enough for me. It's like snake venom. I'm a big sour guy. Love me a good sour, especially that one that was at HHN. Oh, the lacto coolers. Oh my gosh, those were. If those don't make a comeback, I will be. I will be a little bit, a little bit sad. That's for sure. Those were dangerous, this, man. Yeah. So let's see what this thing's all about, real quick. Ooh, this is. It's not as sour as I thought, but it's like, ooh, very, and, and you know, obviously I should have assumed that, but it's very berry, very what berry. It's, does? Like, what is the style label does? An imperial sour ale. Oh, okay. So you would think that it would be, it would be relatively <laughs> sour, but yeah. sometimes they're not. Sometimes no, they're it's, actually pretty um, low key. Yeah. It's more tart than anything. It's. It's a lot, and I, I I buy these things based off of can art and name more than style or flavoring. I'm not a huge like raspberry, like blackberry fan. I like blueberry a lot, but the other berries just seem are, are more tart for me. Whereas those blueberries have like that sour pucker a little bit. So this one's not necessarily. I, I'll finish it, but I don't know if I would be purchasing this again for me. It's a good beer, but for my taste profiles it's not something i'm i'm running towards again but it's fine it's it's a sour beer with a lot of berry that's that's the name of the game apparently yeah i was a i was a big fan of this of the beer that i have when it uh released last year in very short quantities um and it's it's more like on the fruity side which is honestly i'm i'm kind of I, I do enjoy more of a fruity beer just because I'm not really big into beer. So if it doesn't mm-hmm. taste like beer, then I enjoy it. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's kind of how I how I view my taste in beer. Um, but I like which is the reason why I really like sour beers, just because they don't really have that like hoppy taste to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this one with the all the fruit and it kind of mellows out the the wheat and the hoppiness of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I, I'm all over the beer, like the uh, all over the board with beer. I I enjoy just about everything. There's a place in my heart for just every single type of beer, but sours I've definitely grown on me a lot the last couple of years, and it it is like I have them seldomly now. I don't drink, you know. You can't really go out and have like six sours. I mean, I, oh, I, at least I can't. But you know, I've I've grown an appreciation for them for sure. So. Not bad, just not exactly my flavor wheelhouse per se. So let's dive into this main topic of discussion, which is that that rumor of it coming around, which is is 
it, it just seemed like it kind of came out of nowhere. You know, spec map one, it wasn't really hinted at at all. And it just sort of appeared And and these hints and these clues that people solve. I don't have the time to fully <laughs> go through. Like I'm a part of um, horror night nightmares discord. And every now and then I'll pop on and just kind of see if I can kind of catch up a little bit, but man, these, the messages are just constant. So I can never fully catch up. So when a new hint drops in there or a new thing is solved, I'm usually like the last person to find out because I just don't have the time. But apparently they were were hinting towards it. And who knows if this was in joking fashion, if this was just pure speculation, if this was actually something that people have heard. You know, it's it's kind of all up in the air. I guess time will tell whenever that spec map version two comes out. But I guess just to start this discussion, we should just go around and and talk about if it, and I'm assuming it is based off of the 2017, 2019 remakes. Is that, is this something that we'd be, and it's a silly question to ask, but is this something we'd be excited for, really excited for, indifferent? You know, let's go with um, Seamus. You can kick us off. What do you, I mean, I know you're Stephen King love, so. What I mean, do we think as far about as this? excitement's concerned, yeah. I mean, if it was if it's really going to happen, I mean, I'd be pumped. I think, as we've discussed before on our some of our, well, actually on our spec map episode, when we talked about the new spec map, we both said that uh, right as of right now, what's on the spec map IP wise, there aren't very many boom options. There's not there isn't that one like that's that's going to get everybody super, super excited and over the top and ready to cut, you know, ready to drop as much money as possible to get here for it. Whereas I think if this was really to happen, then that kind of changes the discussion completely. Because mm-hmm. obviously I think this movie, it specifically has been requested number of times, numerous times has been, you know, people have wanted it for so long. And I think it's always been said that like, we just can't get the rights to it. We can't make it work. We can't figure it out. If they've finally figured a way to do it, I think it's a huge get for them. So yes, I'm personally super excited. Um, I don't know if you're asking if I should talk about whether or not I think it's going to happen yet, but I mean, we'll we'll get to that part of it. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as excitement is is concerned, yes, of course, you know that I'm just super pumped about it. I'm, I'm a Stephen King, um, fan i'm a i'm a nut for stephen king so i I read everything he's ever written almost everything um so yeah this would be this would be a big a big deal um granted we have to assume it will be the um scars it pennywise it won't be it won't be the uh you know the original tim curry tim curry pennywise uh, which is sad in its own way but um (laughs) uh, but either way i'm i'm pumped for anything as long as it's as long as we're talking about it truly coming to the event yeah, I'm definitely down for it. So, so you can tell that I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah. Now, uh, Michael, I, I mean, I, I knew Seamus's answer ahead of time, but for you, where does this, where would this rank? How, how's this layout for the rest of things for you? I mean, just, just like Seamus looking at that first speculation map, there wasn't really anything that kind of struck me as, yeah, this, I have to go. I mean, there is, there's a couple things that we're not entirely sure about yet especially that uh, that guitar with the lightning bolt yeah. through it. That, that could still kind of turn out to be something bigger than we think it is. But this, if this ends up coming to the event, if it, if it ends up showing up, that would definitely be our, our big IP to come into this year that would really get the people in there. Um, now, personally, between two properties that we've kind of been asking about coming to the event, this is probably the one that, I would, I mean, I, I would much rather have, in my opinion, Scream come to the event than mm. it. But it is more likely just because of WB no longer doing horror made here. Yep. Which kind of leads us to believe that maybe they're going to try to shop out the the IP rights for other horror like events. Yeah. Because they got to make money somehow. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's just sitting on the shelf, you know, at this point for, for that, for that aspect of it. Now, uh, just to follow up with all that stuff, I would be very excited again, just to reiterate what both of you have said is that first, first spec map is, it's always fun. And, and I get it. It's hard to tie down these, these big wins. You don't want to kind of show your hand too much and just be like, here it is. This is it. Even if they knew about it, but it did seem a little lackluster. There wasn't that, 
draw. There was no Beetlejuice, you know, Ghostbusters, Stranger Things, you know, even the the Halloweens and the Texas Chainsaws. They have a a strong association with the name and horror, and it lines right up there with even if you haven't even for for whatever reason if you you haven't even seen the 17 and 19 remake but you remember the 90s one and if you hadn't watched any of those medias you know the book you know it's just it's a cultural reference that everyone knows about so for me yeah this would be that big draw this would get people in the door and this would be one of the biggest gets that that they probably could get and interesting enough that you brought up i wasn't sure what their rights were i knew that at at some point they had this as like a haunted house as their own thing i wasn't sure about the rights of it but i know that they are talking or they it's one of those weird internet rumors where you're not sure how confirmed it actually is until you see it but the welcome to Derry, i believe is going to be a a prequel of sorts that's going to be going to hbo Obviously, we're pretty far out if they haven't even really confirmed or filmed in, filmed it yet. So it's it, it's definitely far out from release. So it it is interesting that it's being rumored now, while this potential prequel series it, it's not going to be released with anything. So it's not like it's used for promotional purposes. So it it does seem a little a little odd in that respect. But either way, this would be a huge huge get now i guess we can kind of lead right into the aspect of where do we feel the validity of of this because it's it does seem i don't want to say unobtainable but it just seems like this is a big big get one of the bigger ones in recent years because even stuff like you know, the weekend and stranger things and stuff like that, you know, stranger things was, was currently airing on Netflix. So it, it kind of made sense, you know, the weekend being as big as he is, you know, had that catalog that lined up enough, you know, it, they didn't seem too far fetched. Now this one seems a little out there. Like you mentioned scream scream would make sense because as of right now, it's, it's relevant mm-hmm. being that they just released the new movie. Whereas it, you know, it's been three years since the newest movie. Obviously, it's not saying it's dropped in relevancy, but typically that seems to be what they use to promote their houses is what's in theaters, what's coming to theaters, what's what's been out in the past year or so. So it does seem a little odd. And and I guess I'll just kind of dive right into my answer of, you know, do I do I completely buy in? Sadly, not entirely, not yet. You know, maybe, maybe if it comes on the speculation map and then it kind of sits there again for the next one and we're, we're inching closer and closer to Horror Nights, then I'll, I'll start to buy in. But I don't want to get my hopes up for a property this big and a property that I would tremendously enjoy. This isn't like a, you know, last year, you know, Evil Dead Rise and Evil Dead was were rumored at one point, and it's like, I, yeah, I get it. It's a it's a big franchise. I I enjoyed them, but it's not necessarily my exact cup of tea. Kind of kind of like Texas Chainsaw. Like it's it, it's a big name, and I get it, but that's not really my slasher. It is more in my vein. I do enjoy that movie a lot. I enjoy the '90s uh, series a lot, so it, that would really get me pumped up. But for it just being like a little cluey, hinty thing, I'm not sure if I completely buy in on it yet. I'd say if I had to gauge it from a one to a 10, I'd put it at like a four, if anything. Um, what do you think in Seamus? Where, how, how do you feel about the, the chances of it possibly even being there? Where, where do you stand on that? I, mean, I, guess? I feel like if, if it was just something that, Someone had mentioned, said, hey, you know, I heard rumors or even if it was just like, hey, we may have a clue. This could be it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just that by itself, I'd probably be like, nah, I mean, I'm pretty skeptical yeah. as a person. So yeah. I, mean, I probably wouldn't believe a whole lot to begin with. But it, I think it, what helps me feel a little better about it is that um, Horror Night Nightmares did comment on 365's post. 
Yeah. And I, I forget what they said specifically, but they kind of said, is it or something like that? Yeah. Because this was, better. it was Mark from Horror Night Nightmares that dropped this clue. So it wasn't like somebody mm-hmm. in their Discord. It was Mark who runs right. Horror Night so Nightmares. Right. Because it's, because it's them and just based on, I mean, this is going solely off, off of their track record. So I'm not saying that it's confirmed or anything like that. Um, but just based off their track record, I feel better knowing that if they're kind of like putting this out there, that there's a good chance it could be true. Um, but I mean, I'm still obviously not, I'm not going to, you know, say for a hundred percent certainty that I believe this is going to happen, but I think, you know, I'm, I'm about 50, 50 right now. I think that I can, you know, not getting my hopes up to the point where like, if it doesn't happen, I'll be disappointed because obviously it's speculation. It's not something you can like, you can bank on and then be mad when it doesn't actually happen. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, at least from my perspective or my, from my opinion, I think that, you know, I'm, I'm not ready to totally dive in, but, um, I mean, like I said, based on those factors, I, I'm, I think I could sit here and say about 50% sure that this, this could happen. So, you know, patiently waiting to hear more news. Now we and, get spec map two or three or whatever it is. And it's like, you know, you see like a picture of a clown or something. I'll be like, all right, well, hold on a minute. <laughs> I bet on spec map two, there is a like little image of a balloon. Yeah. I, I, balloon, I, say, yeah. I bet they'll do that. Um, Michael, what do you think? And where do you, where do you stand on the, the possibility or the, the probability of it being there? So I, I just want to kind of backtrack a little bit. Um, cause you were saying about the welcome to dairy, yeah. um, in for HBO max. And I mean, at least as, as far as I was aware, um, the release date is still next year, 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you haven't, if you as a production company haven't released anything for a movie in now three years for this pr- property, wouldn't you try to get some people excited if you don't actually have your own horror event anymore? Very wouldn't true. You try to yep. shop it out to somebody else to try to gain some some traction ahead of your own show coming out. That is a good a good point to kind of preemptively reintroduce i guess people to like oh yeah pennywise is a thing he, he does exist still yeah i mean that's that's where i'm i'm at with that as far as trying to continue to make this more a, of a possibility in my mind um <laughs> right. but but yeah with with hn nightmares talking about it and the clue that they had about it um and how it was solved and they kind of also like you guys said commented on the fact that yeah, that's that is the correct answer to what their clue is saying. It does make me feel a little bit more of the possibility because yeah, like like Seamus said, you could literally have just someone walking through Universal just being like, "Hey, you hear you hear Pennywise is coming to the event," and you <laughs> yeah. kind of just brush that off because it's you know it's here. He, she said, he said, and and they said, but um, it's I I mean honestly, it could it could come just because I just feel. Like their HN Nightmares is more predominantly featured in speculation in the in the community, um, but not only did they mention about this coming, pretty much simultaneous to that kind of being, quote unquote, announced as the answer to the clue, um, rumors legacy also kind of tweeted out like, oh, like that's huge interesting i wonder how that would how that how it would fit or something like that and i was like "Mm, that kind of that kind of really pushes it forward a little bit more for me because they're also pretty well known in speculation as far as being pretty much correct in their guesses yeah the two people i two rumor people that i actually you know take you know, for their word is, is legacy and, and HHN nightmare. So those are the two that I really, you know, through their track record for the last couple of years, not just like a year or, or whatever, but th- they've got a long tenure of pretty much nailing a lot of stuff. And there's a, like, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's being solved with, with legacy stuff recently that kind of, really has me interested especially because a lot of it is matching up with what hn nightmares has been putting out as far as speculation maps not only in orlando but also in hollywood Mm -hmm. um and it just it's it's definitely 
it's definitely making me take a second look at those speculation maps and be like, yeah, yeah, there might be some more, some more to this and that these could be more right than we know off the bat than normal. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, we've in the past, I think gone back and revisited uh, the version one speculation from the previous year. And there's, there's ties into a lot of, I think their, their number was like six out of the 10 that were, you know, conceivably what they were, what we got. So it was like, all right, I mean, you know, when you're batting 60%, that's, that's huge. So it's, they're reputable. That's for sure. It's, it's there. So if they're saying it and they're hinting at it, you know, there's, there's credence to it, but I, I got to see it. You know, I, I got to see the, on the map a little bit just to kind of feel like it's now more than just like a little hinty clue kind of thing when it's like, and not to say when it's on the map, it's official, but when I see it on the map, there's speculation map version two, which we'll probably get next month, early to mid April. If I had to assume, you know, if I had to guess that's when it would kind of roll out. And I, I really hope that this is on there. Cause this, like we mentioned, this would be the headliner. You know, this would be, this would get asses in seats, not that they're seats, but there's, there's places in the park. <laughs> oh, this is, this is the moneymaker for sure. So, now oh. it kind of leads into, you know, what exactly would we get? You know, we talked about, or Seamus mentioned, you know, we're, I would say it's a safe bet that if it was there, it would not be the Tim Curry 90s TV series. It would be the Skarsgård, you know, 17 and 19, part one, part two. And this is, this is a lot to kind of break down into a house. So it, I guess we'll just kind of open floor it and say is, you know, what what are some settings or scenes or or how do you think this will the work as a house are we going to get you know the same little characters or is it going to be more centered around pennywise is it going to be just centered around you know the town itself or are we going to actually get like the characters from the movies i'm feeling more very small amount of the first movie but primarily focused on uh the adult, the kill, adult the kids is adult adults yeah. from the second film. I, I, cause I feel like that's kind of, I mean, I feel like it's more of a easier thing to pull off, especially with casting go uh, as casting goes with getting yeah. a- actors and everything for that. Um, now don't get me wrong. I, they do have to definitely have, if they're going to do this, they got to do it right and have both movies in there, at least in somewhat shape or form. Yeah. Um. To at least kind of build the story a little bit before you really get into it. But all I'm saying is, if it does come, we better get Pennywise doing the little the little high kick dance. <laughs> That's all jig. I'm saying. The little jig, man. If he, he yeah. if he's not in the house doing that, I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> Send it back. <laughs> um. Yeah. Good point too. Where it's like the whole part one, part two stuff. Because I, I. I have not watched these movies super recently, so I would like to go back, but I do feel like from a casting perspective, it would be much harder to do that part one stuff, but I feel like the part one stuff is the more iconic stuff. You know, and if this were ever a scene, I would say that it'd be tough to do like a whole rain effect, but it'd be cool for the first scene, almost like graveyard games where you're like walking through a set and there's an actor out there. You know, if you just had the actor in the little yellow raincoat chasing after a you know paper boat, I, I think that'd be a cool little opening, but it'd be hard to do in like you know the rain coming down and stuff like that. But with sound effects, you could do the misters and you could have like a running water rig on you know out of the pedestrian pathway and you could have a little thing on there. But I feel like a lot of those more memorable scenes would be the the children's scenes from part one and you can have that, you know, late eighties, early nineties, nostalgia factor to it, which seems to be always a hit, but what are you, you got any things, Seamus that you kind of, I mean, how would you pick this house? I think you can do both parts because mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to get like in-depth, you know, storytelling with this. You kind of go into this knowing what the story is. So they don't have to spend a ton of time, like trying to establish the, the what and the why and the who, Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you don't necessarily have to have you know a ton of act like live actors playing the kid characters like you i think you could do like the opening scene with the sailboat and you don't necessarily need, need an actor for it in general you could just have you know a sailboat a sailboat kind of following down as you walk by the the, the storm the storm drain or whatever and then maybe even have like a raincoat or something like that kind of giving that appearance but um i mean I, I would think it'd be cool if they could set it up where you could actually see in the storm drain and someone's down in there playing Pennywise and he comes kind of comes up out of the storm drain or like has his hand come out of the storm drain or something like that. Um, and that could be the actor. You don't really need to have a kid actor there. Cause you, you know what that scene is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, unless you someone, unless you're someone that's literally never seen anything having to do with this movie at all or the, the book at all. Um, then yeah, you wouldn't know what's going on. But I think most people, even if they haven't seen the movie more than like one time would know what, is being established here. So you don't really necessarily have to have the kids there, but I mean, there are certain scenes where you almost would want to, but I think this would focus more on Pennywise anyways. I think it almost would be like us as the, um, you know, those attending the event going through the house, we would almost have to, we would, we would almost be the, the kids slash adult characters from the movie. And it'd be more Pennywise trying to like terrorize us. Cause the idea is he's feeding off of our, our fear. Right. So yeah, I think you'd almost treat us kind of like that. And we would kind of be walking through a lot of the, the, the bigger scenes from both of those movies. They probably could spend more time focusing on the second movie if you really wanted to. Uh, it really wouldn't. I don't think it would be a massive issue if they did that. But I think you could kind of piece both of them together and kind of fit, you know, the hit the major story beats or the major beats from both movies in one house if you wanted to. Otherwise, you split it up and you just do one movie or the other movie and, and be done with it. But um, yeah, I, I don't really have, I haven't really seen the movies in a while. I, 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 sh I shouldn't say that because I say I'm such a huge fan, but I haven't watched them in a while. Um, but I think That's, there's enough. I mean, once like, watch, I mean, I've watched them enough myself too, but it, I haven't watched it recently. It's not like I'm sitting at home watching it every couple of days. You know, it's yeah. Just, I mean, the thing is, is, is like, is. I feel like if they wanted to get ambitious with it, there's a lot of things that the Pennywise character does in the movie. Like he transforms into a lot of different things. So there's like, there there's ways for them to be ambitious with it. If they really wanted to go and go crazy and build these, you know, elaborate costumes and or sets for, for Pennywise. Otherwise there's a lot of good scenes in that with the, with the balloons and him kind of being behind the balloons. Um, at one point in the first movie or when he transforms into that big, like painting, like monster creature thing or um when he's coming out of the um the projector that's also yeah, a really good scene yeah. there's a lot of great scenes and I'm, of course i'm just picking ones from the first movie i swear <laughs> i'm not trying to push the first movie but like they're the ones that i remember most is, is the stuff from that movie specifically um it, and and i don't know if that speaks to just how much i preferred one or the other but i, I there's just so many like things you remember specifically about them that I think that they could probably do some pretty good effects with and make and kind of make that happen. So I don't know. I mean, again, I don't, I don't speculate too hard cause I'm not super creative, but that's kind of the things that come to mind for me. Um, as long as I get, you know, plenty of, you know, Pennywise, I'd be happy. You can almost kind of do it like the, like the Halloween house was where it's like you recognize the setting and then the main characters for the most part are Michael and, and, Lori, like you, you get those two, you're kind of you're kind of set, and you remember these things from the movie itself. So if they do something like that, I'd be probably I'd probably be happy with it. So yeah, and I'm curious too. Do you think we would get those various forms of fear? Like, will we get you know the leper and the, the painting lady and, oh, yeah, and I stuff like that? that. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I would be interested to see like those as different scenes, maybe before would, we even fully get Pennywise. I would rather them do that than try to come up with their own things. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, not to say that they they couldn't, but I'd want them to kind of focus on what was in the movie or movies, because that's what you remember. That's what we've seen already. Um, so it would actually, I think be easier for them because they have something to work off of or a template to work off of. And and if they're given the, the, the authority to kind of like do their own thing with it, um, that would be fine too. But I mean, I, I just don't, I don't know how, I don't know how well that would work. Versus just kind of like following whatever template the movie provides them, you know, from yeah. the, from the get go. Now just imagine this though, giant, like mind flare style puppet of the Pennywise crab. 
I would like that. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> and then at the end, we all just yell at it, and it goes away. Yep. There you go. We just the end of the call house. it stupid clown or something, and it, and it like feels <laughs> bad and shrivels away. Yeah. <laughs> well, either that or you have the uh, the deadlights at the end of the house. I would. That well, would I would be, hope that we get a lot of orange light. Like, give me a lot of orange cool, light. A cool thing, and I'm trying to. I, f- I feel like there's a ride, probably at Disney or something like that, where it's you, you're they have the light shining right into your face. And so you can't really see anything except those lights in the dark hallway. That would be cool with like a really narrowing blacked out hallway with, you know, the three lights and, you know, you, as you, you know, you could have them like slowly spinning or something like that and have a hard left or hard right into the next room, but be cool to, you know, feel like I'm unknowingly walking into the dead lights, which would be interesting. Would be a cool segue to get into his layer, you know, that'd be a cool way to kind of introduce that aspect of, of the character. But I am curious too, how much, you know, would we get that the house setting would be interesting too, just like going into the abandoned house, finding the well and, and kind of going through that. I don't know how much of like dairy we actually need. You know, there's a lot of great scenes in the movie of, that just take place in, in random locations. You know, I don't, I don't think we're going to be visiting the pharmacy or, you know, the library or something like that, but those were really crucial scenes in that part one, but it is interesting that we, I'm kind of tending towards part one right now as well. So it's, it's, it's interesting that I'm leaning towards that because part two, I mean, has a lot of good stuff, but again, the settings are, they seem to be like a little bit more away from the actual story of Pennywise, but it would be cool. I mean, we did get a couple of those maze style scenes, you know, in um, the weekend, I think it was. And then in, uh, what was that one? Us, I believe it was where it's those carnival game styled rooms where it kind of, that would be a fun scene to have like Pennywise behind the, the the mirrors essentially those two way yeah. mirrors. You know that would that would definitely that would definitely be terrifying. At least in my <laughs> opinion, just walk right up to a mirror and just it turns into a just a giant clown. You know, yeah, with his with his, with his teeth just wide open there. Oh my god, that would mm. <laughs> especially that. if yeah, <laughs> especially if they did like what they they typically do in those rooms where it's mannequins almost. So it's like you have that those fake outs and it's like oh. Is this it? Is this it? Nope. That's uh, God damn it. It got me again. You know, it's just it. That would be that would be cool to kind of see. But it is interesting. I do like Seamus's point that I think it would transform like transform us there and essentially put us in their shoes. So, you know, the characters, you know, while they're iconic, I think if we're doing an it house, we're doing it for Pennywise. So it's, they're a little inconsequential. So I think we would kind of fill the void in that, in that respect. Yeah, there are definitely a couple scenes that would require the kids, but yeah, definitely for the most part, it would be, it would be more focused on Pennywise. And I feel like that would be much better way for for HHN to kind of tackle this type of house um just as from not only from a casting standpoint but just as a better kind of flow for the house yeah i think so too and i mean i mean we definitely need the iconic uh was it eddie with the cast you know some some character in there's going to have a cast that says loser with the a v over the s so that's i mean that's going to that'll have to make an an appearance if that is actually going to be coming to to horror nights yeah you gotta have that that beep 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 yep beep beep richie (laughs) yeah and there's i mean these movies are just you know chock full of potential great house scenes but it is a matter of you know how do you condense it it's 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 tough you know the book itself was condensed not to just a movie it was a full tv series and then was split into two almost five hours of total screen time between the two movies. So it's, I mean, there's well, a lot I said just before I know that the audience is going to tear you to shreds. It wasn't a TV series. It was a two part TV movie, 
our but TV movie. Yeah. Regardless, I just I I know where you're going with it. It's yeah. You know, they did have to. T- I mean, think about it, the book itself is a thousand pages, roughly. Yeah. Um, it was not his first long form epic tome, but it was one of his first. Like I think it was uh, the stand was like his first big long thousand plus page book or something like that. And then this was I think his second of that length or something like that. But either way, um, Stephen King likes to write a fuck ton of words in his books <laughs> and this book is one of them so there's a lot in there um same with the movies so the, you know they had a ton of material to work with it wasn't like peter jackson making three movies out of a 200 page children's book this we're talking like a lot of material to, to, to work with um so there's a lot of visual things that they can pull from so again i don't know how much this is deviating from what you were talking about but you know, think about it. Like you said, like both those movies are probably two and a half hours long. You'd say roughly, like yeah, two right hours long. There. So four, four and a half, maybe five hours. Yeah, of movie material. So they're not going to get everything, obviously, in the house. But again, I'll reiterate: if they hit the major, the major scenes, the major visual effects, then I think we're. I think I think that would be something that would be pretty successful. Yeah, I think so as well. It's, it it would be tough to kind of nail everything that they presented to us in both all forms of media, you know, whether it's the, the TV movie, the book or the movie movie itself. So interesting enough. So any other discussion, I guess on it, is there any final words on it before we get into one little minor thing that we kind of discuss about? I think my only question for you guys would be, would you expect this to be in a soundstage or in a pop-up? I would say soundstage for sure. I, I, the biggest thing they got, I think so. Yeah, I'm. As much as a, it could potentially work in a in a in a tent, I feel like if we get the rights from WB, they're 100 percent going to be like, this has to go on a soundstage. Correct. There's yeah, no ifs ands or buts around it. Like yeah. we need your your full attention to our IP. I agree. Yeah. So what would you want your? I mean, again, I, I don't want to stick on it too long. But what would you? What would you like? Ideal facade be like you know your big your big facade that you walk into like what would you want for this particular house oh boy um i think i'll have to just stick with what i said earlier which is i just want that georgie scene i want that little paper boat to be prevalent i want somebody with a little raincoat whether you mentioned whether it's just laying there like half out of the sewer or, or it's actual character like running up and down chasing the boat and then I want to have that you could even put just little lights in a fake sewer to you know kind of resemble the eyes and you could have the audio playing of like their conversation like, hey Georgie yeah, I know. have that have that playing around I think that would be a perfect way to just kick it off I mean I know it's I don't want to say it's redundant because it hasn't really ever been done but it, like that's just like if you know it you know that part of it so it's like, okay, I get it. But I think it's such an important aspect to the the story that you need that to kind of kickstart it, I think. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm on the same wavelength with that because personally, there's nothing that I can really truly think of that would be like a massive over-the-top facade that I could pull from the movie. Like uh, the most iconic thing would 100% be the very first thing. And that starts the movies so if mm-hmm. you're going to start a house that's probably the best way to do it is with that sewer grate scene yeah. and the and the boat i mean that's that's only the, the only thing that i could really think of as being a perfect start yeah I, i'd agree i think they've done like pseudo outdoor scenes before like they did um um oh my god hot hill house the big you know outdoor facade of the of the mansion do the same thing here, but rather than being a mansion, it would be like a regular house, but like a, it looks like a street in the thunderstorm and, and the rain and, and, and the mist and that sort of thing. So they could do a really good job with that. I think, I think like halfway through the house or at some point in the house, I'd want like a, not a facade, but a big like sewer opening that you walk through. Mm, Cause that would be you know, cool. that's a big, it's a big yeah. deal where you're kind of going underground into the sewer at some point you need to kind of do that. But obviously, you know, they they would find a a great way of of being able to make all these things kind of work together and, and fit into the space that they're given. So I have very little um, belief that we shouldn't have faith in them to pull it off. Oh yeah, I mean, 
if they get this one, this I, I have complete faith in what they can, what their abilities are to kind of pull this off. So I guess a little side discussion because something popped up right before we started recording. Got breaking <laughs> news. Is, it, eh, eh, not news necessarily, but I guess breaking speculation. So Horror Night Nightmares <laughs> posted the little eye emoji with what looks to be a nuclear explosion going off. Now, people are kind of all over the board on what this could be. This could be an announcement. People are are referencing other properties, IPs. And I, I don't, <laughs> for me, I guess we can, we can kind of discuss what we think this means because it could lead us into something. But for me, I get like a negative feeling from this. I feel like something big dropped off, like, you know, blow it up. Like the map has changed, like big news. I don't view this as like a holy cow. They acquired something crazy. I view this as like a holy shit. Something's gone. And my first impression is, did the last of us drop? Did we, did we, did they lose that one? Cause that's like their biggest IP that was rumored up until it. So like, kind of where m- my mind heads towards what do you guys think that this implies i mean um, i'm usually negative but <laughs> I, I don't know if i read it quite like that uh i think i read it either if if anything it would be like hey you know prepare for some major changes to the spec map that would be kind of how i think it is what's referring but referring to but i also think that it could very well just mean Hey, you know, be prepared for a big announcement or something like that, or or a big speculative announcement or something like that, because, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they would post a clue necessarily to say that. Hey, guess what? We, we're we're losing something. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess maybe that's just me trying to be positive about it and try to stay, you know, hopeful that. Um, I mean, granted, like I said, when I looked at the first spec map, I I wasn't super taken away by it. So, hopefully, maybe that means something bigger is coming and maybe it's it. Maybe it's something different. Who knows? But I, I don't necessarily read it myself specifically that, you know, something huge is falling off or everything is changing. Everything you do is, is, is not the same, but who knows? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, to view it from both sides. Like I get what uh, you're saying, Nick with, yeah, it could just be something massive just dropped right off the map. Yeah. Which I honestly, I would be surprised if it was The Last of Us that dropped off the map. Um, I'm kind of thinking along the lines of it being connected to um, a little bit of a rumor slash clue that a lot of the originals that were on the first map weren't right. And that it's mm-hmm. what kind of Seamus was saying that the map's going to change a lot between now and the next one. Um but then I also view it as, yeah, there's something big that's coming that we they just found out about. It's it's kind of just everything together is what I'm thinking. I'm like, it could be something big happened, but we lost something at the same time. I, I don't, I'm not entirely sure. It's, but it definitely makes you think um, and makes you kind of worried a little bit, though. At the same time, I think yeah, I mean, I think yeah. they're trolling too a little bit. I think there might be a little <laughs> bit of like, hey, let's let's get them all worked up, because um, it could mean anything, really. I mean, it could just be that you know they're just trying to get people to talk or whatever. Because I, I tell you right now, if that map, if the second map comes out and there's a balloon or a clown or something on it, they're, they're going to break the internet. Like everyone's going to lose their minds. But um, I don't know. I, I I think I'm more along the, the like that that thinking of you know. Let's not take it as like doomsday or take it as like, you know, everything is is changing. But I think that there's definitely going to be some level of, hey, you know, either these originals are changing or we're getting another couple IPs that are pretty big that ones we didn't think were going to be here. Or maybe there's some big musical artist signing, (laughs) whether we like it or we don't. Is there a big name that's being attached to this year's event again? Who knows? It could be any one of those things. Yeah, or it could literally be like, you know, hey, we're going to have a nuclear sludge monster. <laughs> Who knows? Right. Or, I mean, and even on the other side, other like not referring to houses and stuff like that. Is this, I mean, are we going to get announcements at some point? Is this maybe, you know, because I, I started saying online the other day with The Last of Us ending, 
you know, if The Last of Us is like locked down and confirmed, would you not want to kind of just jump on the hype train and then yeah, I mean, they follow that? I would think that they would want to announce it sooner than later, especially if the show is done or ending. I don't want to say done, but like the season is over or whatever. Yeah. I would think that they'd want to get ahead of that and not let it kind of get too quiet to get people excited for it now rather than waiting. I mean, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's like widely accepted that it's going to be at the event yet or not, but I think that it's pretty well assumed that it's going to happen. So if it does, you really want everybody to kind of like watch the episode, watch the shows and watch the show now and then forget about it in three months. And then when it comes back, like, Oh, Hey, look at that. And I'm not saying they're going to forget everything, but like it, it will kind of go to the back of the, you know, cultural zeitgeist for the you know for the next few months while it's kind of like you know people are either catching up with it or finishing it and haven't really watched anything about it since then but i don't know we'll see what happens but i don't think that again i, I still don't think this is this is necessarily referring to something um drastically changing with the map necessarily i just think we're going to get one big announcement soon or one big you know change to the map that kind of gets everybody talking which could be like again it could be it for, for all we know yeah so, I mean, that's really all we got to talk about. These speculation seasons are so <laughs> interesting when we're like, all right, well, what do we talk about? Oh, someone dropped a hint that it's coming. Gives us something to talk about. So when it comes down to what we're talking about next week, your guess is as good as ours. <laughs> I really have no, no clue. But I guess before we sign off, um, Michael, again, thank you for <laughs> finally joining us. I know our our you know planning is well you can see how our planning goes now it's very <laughs> very sporadic but is there anything you got coming up on your end that you want to talk about is if not you know go ahead and just plug all your channels again so that everyone everyone listening can kind of easily find you we've we've had your voice on a couple of our episodes before with the uh, awards awards episodes so they're they're semi familiar but you know let them know exactly where to where to find you at yeah, so um, I already kind of mentioned it. I do have that that Texas trip coming up in July. So if you guys definitely are interested in that, you might want to follow me now so you stay up to date on that. Um, I am hoping to finally move back down to Florida sometime this year. Uh, I've been away for far nice. too long, and I think it's finally time that I, I make a return um, just in time for... For HHN this year, of course, right? Makes it a lot easier to get to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, then definitely plan on making a trip out to California again this year for Hollywood's event, and then of course, not Scary Farms' fiftieth uh, anniversary. Whew, that is a big <laughs> number for that's a crazy. That's a big one, especially yeah. especially since you look at Disney. Walt Disney World just celebrated its fiftieth, and that's a big theme park. We were talking about just a haunt event itself is celebrating 50 years. That's 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 not something you hit a lot. No, no, not at all. So I'm definitely excited to to head back out there because Scary Farm, if you haven't been, is definitely a life changing experience as far as smaller theme park haunts go. Like you can compare it to a normal cedar fair haunt as much as you want but it's nowhere close and the the production of it it is head and shoulders above every other cedar fair park yeah this that's one you know i've always i always want to go out to the west coast to kind of see you know the horror horror nights out there as well and it's never been like super enticing but the most enticing aspect out of it was getting to knott's berry and that's something at some point i would like to do i'd like to say i'm going to go this year but it's who knows that's a that's a commitment i don't know if i can fully make yet but yeah that's that's what we got for this week and again like i said next week who knows what is going to happen on the internet did you watch, <laughs> but, any, did you watch anything since oh uh, i'm already uh, already messing up my segments yeah so almost, the, i was gonna say i almost missed the segment i almost miss it we're, we're still new. working it's new. It. We're, we're just now starting to talk about this stuff so, so the horror movie horror watch of the week i did go out and see scream six um without spoiling anything i enjoyed it i really did for me it was a little predictable. I kind of picked out the individual or potential individuals that I thought were 
you know, going to be the ghost face this time. And I was pretty accurate with, with some of it. I enjoyed the new setting. You know, it's, it's fun to finally break out. It felt very much like a scream movie. The intro (laughs) really, really pissed me off until it turned on itself. And I'll, I'll leave that intro part of it, you know, by itself, you know, scream has always done a very good job of every intro is similar yet very distinctly different. And it's, you know, that quintessential whodunit. And, and that's why we love these movies. But I thought that they used the setting pretty good. You know, we got a lot of the subway stuff. We got the, you know, different apartments. We got the cityscape, which was nice. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I think it picked up off of the last one very well. And I'm, I want to go see it again in theaters. I'm already kind of itching to like, all right, get back into it and see it again. So I'm curious where the franchise goes from here. I think the seventh one is already greenlit. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see what comes of it, but I, I definitely enjoyed it. It obviously came out last week, so it's still in theaters. So go see it. There's nothing like a horror movie in a movie theater. So get your tickets and, and, and go check it out. Anybody else watch anything else good this week? Not horror. <laughs> I, I keep forgetting to I keep forgetting to like find something new to watch before this segment. So I'm also pretty bad and forgot it. I will admit I watched season four of you, which was okay. good. Um, Similar that fits. That if, fits. If, if you're a fan of that show, um, it, it's definitely not a season you want to miss. Uh, I'm getting ready to sit down and probably start watching Ted Lasso season three because that show is amazing. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Um but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that. I, the only other thing I watched was that MH370 documentary. Oh, I did watch that too. Netflix. Um, episode one was good. Episode two and three were batshit insane, but that's besides the point. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing horror specific. I, I got to sit down and actually watch some some new horror stuff, or at least some old horror stuff that I haven't seen before, which I, I, I've mentioned it once already. You need to send me the account for information. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I can't access it, but um, yeah. Uh, and then the only thing I can tell you not to watch is Megan because that movie was trash. Uh, <laughs> well, we didn't hit it. Um, but uh, <laughs> go back and listen to our review episode last week and tell me how much I'm I'm wrong because <laughs> I know everybody can't wait to meet me in person and tell me I'm an idiot. So, <laughs> um, I too, just like Nick, did watch Scream Six, um, and I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Honestly, um, it's probably one of the better ones that I've seen in recent history, as far as scream movies go. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of, of four and five was just kind of okay. So it's already better in my opinion than those two movies, which may trigger some people. Cause I know some people do like the, the fourth movie. Um, but yeah, I really think that this is, this franchise is going in a, a pretty decent direction. I think it's in, in good hands with the new, leading ladies um and in my opinion i mean nev campbell wasn't in it and to be honest i didn't really notice no it felt it felt fine and you know it's it sucks that she's not there but you know it's touched upon it's it's fine it doesn't mean she won't be back i mean we've seen halloween movies without jamie lee curtis so exactly it happens I feel like they kind of like, and not to get into the discussion about screen movies, and I haven't seen this yet, so I need, I do need to see it. But it kind of left at the at the la- at the end of the last one, kind of like we're to- we're turning the torch over, like we're handing it off to the next, like next generation, essentially, yeah, Gen- Ortega, like, Ortega and, and like giving it to the new generation and say, hey, this is now your franchise. Um, you know, we're we're done. You know, it's 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 no longer our story; it's your story. So I think it was a nice way of kind of like handing it off. So it makes sense that this one didn't really have any of the older characters. Now, granted, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know if anybody that shows up in it, but um, I do kind of like how they kind of t- pass that off. So I'm excited to go see it at some point. Yeah, I have one major complaint, though, about the movie. And that's the fact that they need to let people die. <laughs> yeah, they definitely protect people. people. There's a couple people not going to name who that definitely should have, but yeah, that's about all of, as far as I'll go with it. <laughs> yeah. so, um, it's from the star Wars, star Wars. Yeah. No, yeah, none of the where characters they, die. <laughs> where there's absolutely no way. And then, wow, magically there they are. Yeah. That was the one yeah. thing that was that, that I left the movie. Like, 
come on. Yeah, come yeah, on. a be, little, be, be a, a little, little bit bolder. Be a little yep. bit bolder. Let it happen. You're gonna piss a couple people off, but you you gotta stick with your guns and let it happen. Yeah, it is what it is. At some point, at some point, you know, if if a certain person gets enough damage, you can realistically write them off. <laughs> yeah, I feel like me and you are both on the uh, on the same page with one character in particular that we both have in our minds. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> definitely one, and there's a second as well that was like, mm-hmm. I think it's you know like that's a little unfeasible but sure yeah okay yeah. Do, do your thing i guess <laughs> but i mean other than that though yeah it was a really enjoyable movie and i like you said i loved the the change of scenery um it being in new york rather than woodsboro and but i will say kind of both bummed but relieved that they didn't go the the kind of run-of-the-mill route with having a movie in new york where they include Times square in some way shape or form <laughs> Yeah. I, I I wanted to see it, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm glad they didn't go with the, the New York movie cliche. Yeah, like we didn't need it. We don't need the Statue of Liberty shot. We don't need, yeah. You're telling me you Times don't like Square. Jason Takes Manhattan? <laughs> Jason I Takes the Boat to Manhattan. Right. Manhattan. All right, all right, great. It's <laughs> amazing. No, that is I wish we a controversial, one of my favorite Friday the 13th films. <laughs> That's great. Well, I think that about wraps it up for our it discussion, our our, our pseudo scream discussion. Um, yeah. So, well, until next time, this is Nick. This is Seamus. And this is Michael. Happy haunts. This is cursed. Cursed. It's for the death cursed. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a type of one good scare. <laughs> And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.